Welcome back to another episode of Bouch Bombentary presented by On My Grown The Podcast. I am your co-host Mel Mitchell. And I'm your other co-host Rodney Boyd. You see how, that, see how I did that now? Um, let, me, let me start by saying, sorry for last week guys, technical oversight on my end and then yeah, laziness uh, on, you know, both trying to recover and repair it. So, um, you know, our bad, it, I thought it was a decent episode we recorded, but we're going to make this one twice as good to make up for it. And yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> overall, we what tried. Did you- oh, I was gonna address last week. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. We tried, and this shit. It was just Rodney's mic. Something happened. I don't know what happened, but it, I didn't it was just me set it up right. So, I mean, we're in a pandemic, and if you don't understand that it's hard to podcast during a pandemic, then f you. No, but like it's hard. Okay, and neither was like it was. It took a lot to try to recreate it because we try to make it organic. So trying to like redo it wasn't gonna be the same kind of. Yeah. You know, so it was like you know, just take the L. We'll go on to next week. So what was you saying? What was your what? Oh, I was moving forward to um, this week's episode. I, yeah, it was directed by Jay Ellis, and so I was curious what did what did you uh, think of the overall episode? Um, I went into it hating obviously because. I am the president of the Jay Ellis Hate Club. Did he do anything to me? No, he didn't. So, are um, you a Jay Ellis hater or are you you a Lawrence hater? Why why is Jay Ellis? It, you know, it wasn't even personal until I found out he liked white women. So now it's like I knew it was something. I knew it was something, and now I have a reason to be mean to you. And that's what I've just been living in my truth ever since. Um, and I can admit that he ain't never did nothing to me. He ain't bothered me. But that's when I knew it was always something I could I couldn't find a reason, and I finally found my reason, so I can really just be great in my hatred. Um, but no, actually, it was a very beautifully shot episode. It was the first non LA episode, and it was it was really nice visually, and you know that's what directors do with the visuals. So I'm actually proud of him. Uh, so this would be the one and only nice thing I say about J R Ellis. Um, I wish you the R stand for Robert, probably Robert. Let me look it up. Um, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I watched a little behind the scenes. I thought the direct, you know, directing wise, it, it did good. I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just I, I, and sometimes I always I question like we're so invested in the show because of you know the podcast and, and truly just this being nigga fans. Of not it. even Jay. Hold on. I'm sorry. I I just got infuriated. <laughs> so now I have another reason to hate him because his name not even Jay. I'm <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> this man's name is Wendell Ramon Ellis Jr. Damn. And that's so black. I'm sure they call him Junior, and they just shortened it to J. And then he's going by J. Ellis and J. R. Ellis, yeah, Junior. Right, (laughs) J. R. Ellis. Cause that's so black. Cause I knew a J. R. Like this man's name is really J. R. Oh, I hate niggas. And then you gonna have a nigga for a name like that to lay next to a pilgrim? I think in his defense, he grew up in like Oklahoma. It just, you know. Anyway, this that is, is not. Funny though. I'm, this is not even about. I'm sorry. This is very personal. It ain't got nothing to do. Yeah, with. she. But she yeah, really I went like into it little... excited to not like the episode because he yeah. did it. But it ended up being pretty. But um, other than that, uh, I think I think every episode is like the show itself is growing. So the characters. So we're not gonna get that season two feeling no more. And I think that's something we just need to get over. You know what I'm saying? I think we go into every episode thinking it's gonna be some season two shit. Yeah. And just these aren't those characters anymore. These not. Those, they're not. You know, like their hijinks are the same. They're yeah. actually growing as characters, so we have to we have to mature with the episodes. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah. To your point, like they are, we're we're digging deeper into these people as individuals, and so, like you said, the the mess isn't there always, you know. And, and I, I said, I, you know, previously I said I don't know if they needed ten episodes, but to, you you get a, a, a depth to it that we wouldn't have. Um, but let's let's you know let's talk about the episode. It opens with Molly um, at the Ethiopian restaurant from the end of the last episode. And we find out that she sees Issa, Issa gets out get out of the car, and she assumes they about to have a talk or confrontation. And then she's like, "Here we go." Yeah, and then she sees Issa, and she, you know, she on the phone playing like she didn't see Issa. Um, and then she sees Issa leave and get back in her car, <laughs> which is so lame. Like, uh. but she was prepared to like play cool. Like she did. Like honestly, what? I would have done the same thing. Like, oh, my phone is so interesting. Wow, look at all of my phone doing things right now. So I ain't speaking. Period. Given that she saw Issa, do you do you think a part of her went to the restaurant knowing that was Issa's place, or she just probably genuinely wanted some? Um, she seems to live in that area. So, cause was she in near that area when she was walking her dog that time, and she went into Jerry? Or did I make that up? I think you... you I may yeah. have made that up. Yeah. She may have been in a different area. But but that's obviously their spot, the fact that both of them go there. Like, and you kind of have to, like, if you... Like, okay, if you were in a relationship with somebody and y'all had a spot, and you go to that spot post-relationship, it's a party that's like, what that nigga there? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah So I think sure. that, that, that radar was on anyway. Yeah. So when she saw it, she was like, I knew it. Like, I, me and my ex had a spot, and I took one of my new niggas, and I was like, what if that nigga in here with a bitch? I think you, who introduced the spot? Me. Him? Oh, you introduced it to your old nigga? It's my spot, yeah. Oh, so okay. I had Never the right mind. to take yeah. someone there because it was my spot to begin with. But How, how mad like, would you have been if you would have saw him with another joint there? I mean, I was also with another joint, so it would have been but just two joints. It, it was your spot that you you put him on. It would have been like, the nerve your ass, but... <laughs> I mean, in my family, we call it cool points. Like he he getting cool points off of you know your shit, right? Like, oh my god, it's not because it's your taste. It's my taste. Right, I, I found this. <laughs> I'm your yo. You are nothing. No, but me. so yeah, that that was like. But it, it seemed to be like a mutual spot. They had mutual memories there. They like yeah. Ethiopian food, which is very like niche kind of food. So yeah, that was interesting. But then okay, so the next part that she gets back home with the food mm-hmm. and so. Didn't know that Andrew was Chinese. He was speaking Mandarin. Yeah. Well, okay. the subtitle says speaking Chinese, which is problematic. But I thought he was like an other because I feel like Chinese is like the default Asian, which is like problematic as well. Like you can't just assume everybody Chinese because they got you know what I'm saying. Um, Asian features. But he didn't give me Chinese. I thought he was like Filipino or like one of the like. How, I get Korean. how into Asian culture are you? Were you like? No, I mean, okay, like I don't know how to describe this without sounding borderline racist, but like, <laughs> no, living your truth. He didn't give me. He didn't give me Chinese. I guess was like his level of Americanization on top of like the Negro. He wasn't like. Yeah, like he he is. Yeah, he's very Americanized, but like almost like African Americanized, but not trying too hard. But like raised, like you know how sometimes people who are not black are raised by, around black people, so it's not like they're trying too hard, but they kind of like 
can we touch on this later when we meet the brother? We'll touch. We'll touch on this later. But okay. I didn't expect for him to be Chinese. So okay. Speaking Chinese on the phone with his brother, mm-hmm. and then she gets home and she's like, "I saw that bitch Issa." Blah 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 blah, and she just really like going in. All Issa did was fucking exist, and, and she's like, "And that bitch was wrong." And she, she said, and that's the problem. This bitch still don't think she did anything wrong. She said, "Well, no, she cracked at me." She said, "That bitch avoided me like I was a real job or something." And that was a, like, bitch, what is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think and a lot of friend beefs and stuff like that. Like when you really put the shit on the table, it's like, what's really the issue? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? Because it ain't because X, Y, Z. It ain't because. I don't know, Deron called me twice or some shit. I don't know, some stupid shit. It ain't that. What's really, let's get to the meat and potatoes of what the fucking issue is. Because, like, you over here, that ain't got shit to do with shit. I just want some Ethiopian food, but now you're talking about my career and shit. I, I just threw this whole ass block party and shit for the whole community. So now I ain't got no, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, and I'm sorry, that was personal. Well, I was, <laughs> I was peeping. <laughs> I was peeping Andrew because she was like, he was like, oh, so you going to reach out? And she was like, no, it's her fault. And he was like, mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like he's just putting like a little, like little, like a, you know, like a curse jar, like just putting little things in the curse jar, like putting little. Well, I felt like one, it shows Andrew's maturity because in the in, like as a boyfriend, you, when your girl is wrong, you, I mean, historically, I would be like, nah, babe, you was wrong, and that's not right. That's that's your partner. That's not. How you supposed to approach it right then? When they heat it, you you gotta let them get the steam off. And so I was like, "Ooh, Andrew's mature. She wrong." He's but- very mature, and these things are like older than us, also. But it's like, so they're gonna have a conversation about this afterwards. You haven't had a conversation, so you ain't told her she's the wrong ass bitch yet. Cool, it's been a couple of days, and you still ain't told her that her ass has been dead wrong this whole time. Cool, cool, cool. But it's like, how many times is it gonna be? A, hmm? You know, because I feel like he just be like, "Okay," like like too many times. Tell that bitch she wrong Cause now she going around Living her life Thinking she not wrong I, I, At I least think, do like A little I, bit of Like what I like to do I Is hold that se- mirror up Like hey You sound stupid Real quick And just say Just like small comment You ain't gotta be nasty Like oh she wrong Even though you were on her event Cool Like something small I'm curious and move if, That would've set her off That would've set her off But just something small I'm curious if Like if them being Interracial plays into it at all Because does he just feel like maybe you know like one is their you know long time friendship so there's a lot of history that he just doesn't know you know mm-hmm. and then like him just being from a different culture like is he like maybe this is how they do you know like I don't know I'm, 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 black women love tearing each other down like I don't <laughs> not tearing each other down but like are they just you know like oh man like it may take him two weeks for this you know like this, he, he don't know this could be like they fifth you know big fight and they get better after two, three weeks or whatever. Um, but let's move forward. Um, Molly, oh, she, this is night before their vacation. And apparently she just took a half day and not a whole day uh, <laughs> or whatever. But she gets an email that at night saying, like, there's a meeting in the morning. And she's like, fuck, you know, like, I, I got to go to the meeting. Then I'll meet you at the airport. And Molly walks into the office, um, you know, on the phone with Andrew, telling him to pack the lotion. And then she sits down and she asks her assistant, Karen, like, yo, why was I informed of this meeting so last minute? And Karen's like, ah, it was an oversight on me. Like, it's been a lot going on with the case. She's like, well, um, I need you to be tight because if you're not tight, it makes me look dumb. And you don't get paid to make me look dumb. And so, you know. I don't like that. I just (laughs) want to say, I did not like that. First of all, who the fuck is you talking to? Because not my bitch Karen. 
Because when nobody was talking to at the office because you was being a shady-ass bitch, who was talking to you? Karen. I don't like that. Stop disrespecting Karen. Everybody has their days. Because you, you just got friends down to the office, so don't try to flex on Karen, okay? Period. Sorry. No, 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 I, I agree. Like, I know she's not talking to Karen. I know she's not talking to Karen like that. And we start to see what is uh, a string of, you know, little frustrating, little things that really, um, I don't know, if, you know, the assumption is that the, the confrontation with Issa and, and seeing Issa turn around, which I think made Molly realize that, like, Issa doesn't need her, which mm-hmm. really hurts Molly's pride. Maybe she expected her to come crawling back. And, like, the, the Karen thing probably wasn't even about Karen, for real. That's, yeah. Issa, but it's like... That and then the brand newness of this bitch finally having a man, so thinking she can talk to people crazy. My man, <laughs> my man. So I ain't got to do this. My man is Asian. Okay. <laughs> I, I will my say, my man worked for Live Nation. My it, man speak two languages. It, it if you watch the Last Dance over the past five weeks, Molly talked to Karen the way you know you kind of feel Michael talks to his teammates. So it was kind of I was like, okay, you know, like. I see in the same way that we know Michael as like this driven kind of overachiever on the court is how Molly lives life like normally. So that was just kind of a parallel that I drew. Um, so next Molly yeah, I have is no desire to watch that. That's crazy. You know, and you know, I guess for you, but like, you know, me, I grew up in, the, you know, while I was young in the 90s here in Chicago in, adjacent. Yeah. Chicago land area. And, um, the Douglas Village, Chicago. And uh yeah, you know, so like that that is my childhood. Just real quick a, a quick story. Um in nineteen ninety six when the Bulls won the championship, my grandfather was at our house. I remember this because it seemed so it, it was so strange to me. Um in nineteen ninety six they won the championship, so this is like their fifth. This is their no, this is their fourth. And um he was watching the game with us. He was watching the final game with us, they win. He's like, All right, I'm leaving to go home. And he had to, and like 10 minutes later, he turned back around and was like, well, I got to stay here tonight. They didn't tore up the, like they tearing down the street, you know, they out in the street partying, you know, vandalizing. Um, I can't make it home. <laughs> so like, that's how, that's how they used to celebrate. And, and another time my family, we had returned from a Mississippi family vacation in a rental minivan the night that they won. And we were going to return it the next day and they busted out all the windows celebrating. I'm try- I never understood like let's destroy things we're happy I never quite why like did someone get beat up by the police as well like why are y'all breaking shit uh, yeah it's it's the craziest thing but once I again, never let's, understood let's yeah I mean the the heat won in 2006 okay and you were there being I was in I Miami. went to the parade and stuff that was super exciting but I don't remember like riots and shit like niggas were just happy <laughs> especially like, like at that point because and the yacht won for the fourth time right okay we win every year why y'all breaking shit I, maybe it was the fact that he came like this is like in the second year of him being back i don't know let's let's you know let's let's move forward um so yeah so now so after she yells at you know karen and, and everything molly we didn't see molly running through the airport trying to make her flight um molly and andrew are on the phone you know they, they she finally makes the flight or she finally gets there and he, you know, they, they get on the plane. Um, they have an awkward conversation with Kim Fields, who is, who's, what's her name, Mabel in this? Yeah, her name was Mabel. Mabel, you know, and so Mabel's kind of, she's on, like, she's, 
maybe a recent divorcee and, and she gave this man 25 years of her life and she's on day three of taking oh, every Sharon. day back like yeah. sis just wait for essence and go there you'll have a lot more lending ears there because you are talking to a young interracial couple on the way to Mexico they don't right. hear nothing they are finger popping each other on this plane they don't care about your divorce sis uh, yes no, wrong plane yes uh, Molly teases that she's got some treats that she bought on the trip which is always exciting um, <laughs> and then he's like why don't we get something started now and then he proceeds to finger her on the airplane in front of everybody um, before they take off um, so she didn't get the How? she didn't I don't you know like she didn't get the what's supposed to be the added benefit of the altitude um, with given am I missing something is that supposed to be a thing is that like yeah like the whole thing about like having sex on an airplane and like the mile high club is that uh, being up at that altitude is supposed to intensify the um orgasm in my understanding that is my understanding i have never heard that google it we'll see um question for I don't you know, i've only been on the flight with a man once so there's question there. for you christian to... woman um after covid Amen. would you let a man finger you on the airplane just all the germs there <laughs> honestly after covid it's not much i would not let a man do so <laughs> i'm would you let a man punch you in the face? Is a man touching me? Yes. Okay. Let's just let's go for it. physical contact. Yes. Please. Are you saying I'm? I decline male contact. What consensual? Like, absolutely. Yeah. This episode was very triggering for all of us who are um, single during this, and single and following, and continue to follow social distancing guidelines. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to Mexico no time soon. These countries are not finna let us in. Like I just posted Like I'm so glad I saw Paris and London Because these European Oh you're American No thank you You yeah. don't want your money You stay right where you at um, And I was like cool. cool 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 So after you know The uh, the next scene They arrive at the resort We meet Victor and Lydia Who's Andrew's brother And sister-in-law um, Lydia you know Calls Molly a fucking tin um, The compliment rubbed me Like a weird way Like it just seemed too forced it's just like, oh, she's black. Make her comfortable. Right. Like, hey, you look beautiful, you black bitch. <laughs> like, just... like, okay. Like, thanks. I look good. I'm glad Molly was like, is she going to try to fuck me? Because it's just like, all right, thanks. I look nice. Because she did say she was like, you look, you, you didn't tell us she was a fucking 10. I'm going to call my trainer. And like, um, all right, you don't have to do all that. Oh, also, we forgot to mention that Molly was like, can we just rest? Like, when we get there. Like, I know your brother has an itinerary. So his brother is like a super planner. Like, he's an adventurer on vacation. He's an adventurer and like a super itinerant like person. So, so yeah. they get to like, oh hey, nice to meet you. Okay, we're doing. Bye 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 bye. And I kind of hate that person on vacation. Like, I like to have something to do. I don't want to be like just moseying around. But like, nigga, let's have some flexibility, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think two things. I think is is I think it it's a little weird to do your first vacation with another. Like you know, like in this instance, just because vacation, like you, like people do vacation differently, and so I think, you know, you should kind of more so allow adjustments to that to figure out how y'all vacation to figure out if y'all can go with this couple. But you know, like he, it's about know, introducing yeah, her it to family. Depends, though. It depends. Family makes it weirder. Like I've done a group vacation, and it was like me, my my then boyfriend, then his best friend, and then his best friend's girlfriend, then their other friend. It was a shame it was a triple. And then their other friend. 
their girlfriend. So it was cool. It was yeah. it was cool because we had like a like a timeshare. We had like things we did. Went to theme parks. It was fun. Yeah. It was definitely fun. Um, it just depends. So let's talk about that conversation we were talking about, like with Andrew appearing to be like an Asian that was raised around blacks, but then we meet his brother Victor, who, who is, is very, very much, much the pseudo white. Yeah, like the white adjacent token kind of well he i mean he looks like a dad you know he's dressed like a dad got the definitely daddy he he's he looks like russell west wilson uh in that hawaiian hey. shirt he's uh, giving very much yeah someone said on twitter that he's just like jumanji and that was funny to me but right. yeah so he's very like americanized like caucasianized like that one that one asian girl on the click on like bring it on and stuff that's him so what so like is andrew's kind of blackness i'm not i don't even want to call it blackness but his because because andrew does not act black right he does not act black but he is he obviously gets it more than his brother we'll get on that later but he just i I can't it's hard to describe but i don't know why i did not think he was chinese i don't i thought that would have been mentioned before they i mean they still didn't even explicitly mention it now you're just one off the subtitles it says yeah. Chinese um, which is so you, if it wasn't so yeah, Chinese I'm, I'm gonna be offended I'm curious as how Andrew became the way he became um, yeah. maybe, maybe it's in, in, in his interest in like you know working at Live Nation and entertainment you know you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta be able to interact or with black people where did he meet where did he even meet Nathan did they go into a relationship like that where did they meet no because Nathan's from Houston so that's right so like do they meet in Houston they seem to be pretty I don't know yeah Maybe living with Nathan for those couple months has niggered him up. I don't really. I'm not sure. So, um, in order for a free place to stay, <laughs> he Nathan taught black lessons like yeah. say the last dance. Yeah, they mean like so. So when you dating a black girl, you gotta hit it like. Bah, bah. Um. Um. So yeah, and then we we learned that gives us the first taste of him being like a devil's advocate ass nigga. Yeah. And. And it's not just the usual like HBCU relationship panel devil's advocate like this nigga's dead ass. So well, it, yikes. He's it's, it's like a passive aggressive, you know. It's like and that's really yeah, to a degree definitely passive aggressive. Yeah, he's because he was know. trying to use that to like, hey, well, why don't we go do all these things today? Because when will we ever see this beautiful whatever the fuck again? Yeah. So yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this nigga. I knew then. And then once yeah. again, Lydia goes tells Molly she knows she's gonna be fucking hot in her swimsuit. And she's gonna want to kill herself when she sees it. And she's like, "Please don't!" Like, girl, like, all right, I'm, I'm cute, I get it. I'm black. You don't like have to do all that. So yeah, they go back to the room, and then she finally shows him the treats that she had. Did I miss something? No, I had a question for you. How if if Andrew's brother was dating a black woman, how would you would you be like? Are they like fetishy? Is this a thing? Right. I also, yeah, I definitely would have been like, all right, now, who the fuck? Is this some kind of Kardashian shit y'all got going on? Y'all just want babies? What's going on? Because it's happening. It's happening. So, yeah, I would have been weirded out. So, yeah, they get to the room, and she's like, oh, I'm going to show you my surprise. And knowing Molly from, you know, even her, her drow stuff, like, we know she likes lingerie. So her surprise was, like, some booty, you know, like the – lingerie the booty cut out or like the coochie hole cut out mm. and i was like mm, yeah. like and then i had to ask 
Twitter because I'm like, well, men, do y'all like lingerie like that? Because if I tell you I had a surprise, you get there and it's some lingerie, are you going to be like, eh? Or are you going to be like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I don't... I think and maybe we're just younger. Well, I think I think I don't I think if she I think she should have kept it a secret like till the moment she wore it like just given that that, too. It, that it was just kind of you know like the secret all the secret was was lingerie. Um, mm-hmm. I think I I personally like lingerie. I like a little you know a little a little extra every now and I've then. Given a little judge before you know I'm, I'm giving a little matching brown panties rarity before you know, but like if I'm hyping you up. And you hyped up, and you think you' about to just get some gawk gawk or some kind of machinery, and it's just some panties. I, as a nigga, will be upset. Like I'll bring lingerie as well, but I'm also gonna be like, "Oh yeah, babe, I brought the the super suck or something." Because <laughs> <laughs> Andrew who's, is a man behind my own heart, because he had all kinds of do that and gadgets. <laughs> we got super soaker two thousand. We got the we got, I got the, the little bullet. I got some balls. I got yeah. some. Bullet. And she was like some hey. booty stuff. <laughs> Like, I was like, my guy, period. So, that was a funny moment. It just seemed like, bitch, you lame. Like, I think she, it? you know what I thought? I was like, she probably bought this lingerie for Dro. But you know what? Dro used to like that shit, and she probably thought that kind of rolled over. But, you know, that's that we was should... just, I think that was, a, that was a Dro callback for me because she was answered doing, like, trench coats and lingerie and shit. And it was like, bitch. You know what? I saw, that's always been... Maybe that's it. I saw Boomerang at a young age, and when Robin Givens comes in, was late with the trench coat, the with the with the little lingerie on. I'm like, oh shit, is that what being grown is? I can't wait, you know. So, so I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. They, so they miss all the night activities that um, Victor had planned. Well, yeah, they get sexual and they, they go on the balcony. They have one. They have, like, this boss-ass view on their balcony. Beautiful view. And, like, I don't know if it's because I know it's TV or that I know Yvonne Orgy's a, a virgin, but I'm just like, the sex is not as much, as many niggas as you fuck Yvonne, on, I mean, not Yvonne, but Molly. Molly. The arch wasn't giving me what I needed. To, like, it wasn't giving what was supposed to be gave. I'm not convinced. We didn't want you to have sex on screen for four years, Molly. And this, and that's like... Is the love making you lose it? Because I feel like them randoms was getting, you know, when yeah. he was getting hunched on them errands with Jared. Now, Jared used to tear her ass up. <laughs> Jared used to <laughs> have her bent up. You still got errands to run? No, I ain't got no errands no, to run. I ain't got no errands. And when he was um, bent her over on top of that Chrissy Teigen cookbook, yeah. I was like, yes. Well, she said um, Debbie Allen had to coach her because she was they were off rhythm. Wait, with her and Jared? Yeah, and that scene, I forgot where the interview is. Maybe it was on The Breakfast Club. I kid you not. Oh, she means like in real life, like the choreography of like the fake sex. Yeah, like Debbie Allen had to take her, because I think if you go back and look, Debbie Allen was the director of that episode. She took her in the bathroom and was like, this, yeah, you like y'all rhythm is off. Like y'all got to be in sync, because if y'all, you know, y'all having sex, y'all, y'all there. That is hilarious. So maybe that's on Jay Ellis. You know, he should have been like. Oh my god, I would be so like mortified. Like, but you a virgin, like, like you're proud of to, it. So like, you know. Oh yeah, that I'm just saying. Like, I'm just thinking of like me being the actress that I like want to eventually be and like shoot my first sex scene. Like, I can just imagine Keith being like, "Man, just relax, bro. Like, it's cool." And I'd be like, "Oh my god, Keith. Like, okay, like it's just acting." 
How far are you wet? <laughs> <laughs> are you aroused? Huh? What? You ain't supposed to moan. Oh, was it? <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, what the hell is this? <laughs> what is that on my leg? Huh? Did, did I squirt on you, sir? I am so sorry. Cut. This is so unprofessional. <laughs> oh, but like, I feel like that would really happen. Like, if my car starts fine enough, I'm going to be up there aroused for real. Like, you can't play with me like this. I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, after they get it in on the balcony, like you said, they we we find out the because ne- the next scene is them the next day and they they missed um, the night activities, which is you know mm-hmm. that's nice. Um, so they meet Victor and Lydia. Victor once again looking you know like you said like like a character out of Jumanji. Um, for like a three for a three mile hiking trail. Um, once again, they see Mabel from the plane. Kim Fields. She's like, "Hey, you know, day four. <laughs> and Did we see her again because I don't think we saw her again. Yeah, we saw her at the trail. I'm saying, did we see her again after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At LAX. Oh, okay. I forgot because I only watched the episode once. Sorry, because yeah. I was doing my sister here. But go ahead. Um, and then Victor and Lydia start running up the trail. A three mile run is like. Very intense. Uh, yeah. That's like uh, a, ha- a like a half hour. Like, you thought Snow Mountain was a little, was a little hike, whatever the fuck they just did. That was a lot. So, um, uh, yeah. They get up there. They get to the top. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. It's fine. They get to the top. It's a beautiful view. And then uh, Molly's like, "Well, how are we getting down?" Because you know she's like, "We're not about to go back down three miles after all that." Turns out they get up there and they zip line down. Um, Which seems fun. Yeah, you you've been zip lining before. No, okay. but you know that's something I would also like to know beforehand. Like, can you tell me we finna zip line down? Which yeah, is cool. Do you, I don't mind zip lining, but you don't have to tell me we zip line. You don't know if I'm afraid of heights. You ain't never met me like, before. Because I'd be like, all right, I'll meet y'all in the bottom tomorrow when I get there. Because fuck y'all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so next day, they, next after that, they go out to dinner, they have drinks, and they and they, ha- they appear to have a really good time. I think, you know, Victor and, and Molly danced a little. I think um, Lydia and, and Andrew danced a little. You know, nothing Cute little montage. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so then we see Molly and Andrew are back in their hotel. Molly's like, you know, she's, she's, she is happy. She's like, yo, like, it was a lot, but we had a great time today. Um, Andrew has three missed calls from Nathan and he, he FaceTimes him back and Nathan informs him the garage is broken and you know Andrew tells him how to resolve it you know like get the clicker from upstairs or whatever and we hear Issa in the background excited that there's a skip it in the house and which is such an Issa thing to be excited about do you remember skip it? nigga yes I remember skip it the fuck? no I mean yeah. I'm just uh, you know it's just you all the all these toys that you wanted as a kid that you saw, but like I didn't, Did I, I, have I didn't. Ever skip it. I definitely remember playing. At either we, we must have had them at school or something. But I definitely, I didn't play outside growing up, so that's why I didn't have it. Like okay. at home, I didn't play outside. But I have played with the skip it vividly. Do remember? Maybe I had it in my auntie's house, and we also used to play skip it with a hula hoop before we had actual skip it. Wow, that, I think a hula hoop is so much harder. Cause it, it, it seems harder than it looks, but we used to definitely skip it with a loop around our uh-huh. ankle. Um, but I don't know why they would have that in their house. Cause, well, yeah. and, and but you hear East. Go ahead. What? Oh, you said what? 
No, I was saying, you know, hearing Issa's voice got Molly charged up, you know. <laughs> like, she was mad that she was over there with Nathan. It's like, uh, so her and Nathan are back together? You know, Molly... I, Just like her, messy. But it's like, her and Nathan really wasn't even that messy at all. Like, it was one of them, just like, it'd be like that kind of situations, and her nigga was dealing with some shit. I mean, which we get into in, later in the episode, but it's like, I know you ain't talking, bitch. Because you finally got some mess-free shit, because all your shit been messy. Jerry was sucking dick, which is fine. But, you know, she made it a thing. She could have been married by now, but she wanted to be, be you know, staying. No, he wasn't even sucking dick. He was getting his dick sucked. And that's cool because we're not biphobic over here. <clears throat> Jadena was one shit. The nigga from um, Dear White People wasn't shit. Dro. I think Jadena was else. shit. No. Remember, he was like, oh, I think you needed to win. And then made it weird and shit. She did need to win. Oh, desperate ass. But that was just like, it was just me. Like, it just, it, it was just... She but was he like, well, maybe you should leave your suit over here next time. Heffa, we just like Matt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she definitely made it weird, but he also was like, oh, I don't like it like that. I was just trying to help you out because you didn't want to be embarrassed. But like, nigga, I'm still embarrassed because they're going to ask me about my boyfriend next week. And I'm be like, oh, that nigga was lying. Like, it's still going to be bad. So there was that. We don't have to discuss. It's just, well, listen, just, real, just it's just a bullet point. Just real quick. I'm just saying all of her niggas have been a thing. Real quick. A bad thing. It reminds me in season one when she had that Asian female co-worker that she was really close to who was dating the black guy and they were lame they were a lame couple black and yellow black and yellow yeah and then here go Issa you know Molly and Andrew they the cool Asian and black couple I see I see the propaganda Issa you're not slick she's pushing it Uh, but yeah they've all been like messy like even okay Laurel was a nice guy but that was also her co-worker at the time um um, who else? Season one, season one, season one. It's just all been some like shit that you've made messy on your yeah. end. So I'll say that for the gender. You you made that messy. Or just all around, just like what the fuck? You could have had some non mess with fucking Randall, but you decided to not be shit. But it's just like, so how dare you try to make it a thing? When you even know they doing, they could just be going for some fucking tacos. They could be doing some fucking hit workouts. They you don't know be, what she's doing they could over be there. Playing with skip it. They could be skipping it. So then she gets to talking on her motherfucking neck. Like, eh, eh. oh, here she go being messy with Nathan. Nathan showed who he was and blah, blah, blah. And Andrew, now you talk about Andrew friends, so he can't just stop at the hmm no more. So he basically was like, yeah, he was going through some shit, like some mental shit, blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, did Issa know that? He's like, I don't know what they, what they talked about. So Issa never even shared their conversation with Molly, which was interesting. He told when did Nathan remind me when Nathan told her her it was when they met in person. It was the last season of the the last scene of the season finale last season. Okay, yeah. Remember, like they had a conversation. He was like, "I'm going through some mental shit," and then she goes and starts actually unpacking, and then yeah. that was the season. Okay. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You covered it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she kind of had like a moment like, oh, and then it's like, yeah, bitch. So shut up because you don't know what the fuck you talking about. Puss asshole. And then so, um I got mad. <laughs> right. I was like, damn. Um, I got mad because she really was just like all that rah rah. Like Oh, and then the next scene was very alarming because I just I just need us to I don't know what's been going on with the sex scenes. Honestly, hashtag bring Tasha back because they really have not been hitting like they used to. Cause the next part of this scene is like Molly comes out the bathroom and her lingerie and then she blindfolds Andrew and she's like, you know, well, being all fake rough. 
Yeah, because this but, is a cue. He he said earlier he likes when she takes control. Yes. So she takes control. I don't know when she got some lamb in bed, but whatever. So then she's like, yeah, eat this ass. And I'm just like, ew. And then like, she like basically like sits on his face for him to eat her butt. And as, you know, one of the ass-eating delegates for Georgia... I just really felt a way watching this. I'm like, this is not, this is poor representation of the art form. That's not how you eat You know ass. what I'm saying? I don't eat ass. Well, you weren't clear because you said you was an ass-eating delegate of Georgia. As far as an ass-E-T. I'm an ass-E-T okay. Shut up. So, I, I, uh, <laughs> so I was just like, the form was off. Like, even the physics of it. Like, how could he even eat ass real from this position and it's like she it just was not mm, I ain't like that like <laughs> it was just too much between that Mr. Booty Cheeks earlier in the season it was just so much wrong going on and I did not enjoy the ass eating scene and it just was not there was no spreadage like I just <sighs> no no so there's that that was just yeah um, yeah that was <laughs> yeah and yeah, then like I'm just, thinking from Andrew's perspective like oh this isn't very you know this isn't this isn't like, what I meant this all be lame like I <laughs> I thought dating like, a black bro, girl would be sexy your balls or whatever you got right I'm sure like his Asian counterparts is going way harder like so yeah there was that so here we go next day um in the pool andrew molly and lydia are talking lydia Mm -hmm. tells andrew you know victor invited their sister fiona um apparently she's in seattle working at a sandwich shop because they had a good sandwich she liked one time he alludes to like that sounds like something totally her I'm curious, like this. This just, you know, and we know his sister just sounds a mess from from earlier. Like he has some feelings about his sister or whatever, and he hasn't shared them mm-hmm. with um, Molly. And um, I guess I'm curious. Is like, at my now, you know, in my mind, I'm like, for her to be working at a sandwich shop because she liked it, the parents must still be supporting her if they invited her to Mexico, because that's not a cheap. That's too, yeah, because. Yeah, it's not a cheap trip. One, two. How are you sustaining working at the sandwich shop that you just decided to work at because you like the flat sandwich? It's just a lot of yeah. Do you think it's a, a, a maybe some mental things, or you just you think she well, just? Well, it seemed pretty mentally, basically based off of the last time it was brought. She was brought up, so it seems like it might be a mental thing for sure. I guess my and right, what in this episode what made me question that was that he was you know like the grace he kind of gave. You know Nathan, and yeah, how hard she knows firsthand. You know how mental shit affects people because his sister. That's why he has grace with Nathan. But he seems so harsh towards his sister. You know, like that sounds like something well, she would do. Well, okay. Well, I get what you're saying, but he probably sick her ass because it's been like a whole life thing. He just met Nathan the past couple years. It may I be know. like I don't know. And Nathan also was like trying. So it seems like you know he's cutting hair and shit. Um, um go ahead. And Nathan's fine. So there's that. Andrew's like, you know what? You too fine, Nathan. You fine. <laughs> I, I don't care you if you're right with me. <laughs> you all right with me. Joe fine us. Okay. We're gonna so, be the, <laughs> the 
the fine boys. So then uh, Molly's like, oh, I'll get you a towel. So she goes she, to the towel with the people. Well, let me ask, because Lydia gets splashed in the eyes. She's like, oh, my God, like my eyes. Which is kind of ridiculous. Like, girl, do you have on acid mascara? <laughs> Why are you doing all of that? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, like you said, so Molly's like, I'll go get you a towel. Which is like, why are you being so nice? But whatever. So yeah, she goes to get the towel. And there's like some white people in front of her. And you know, they get their stuff. And then she's like, hey, can I get a towel? And she's like, oh, I need... The girl's like, I need your key card to get a towel. She's like, I don't have it. Like, I'm, I'm just here with my, my body. I'm at the pool. So like, I just, I'm here. I live staying here. Which is just odd. Because when you're in a resort kind of set up like that, obviously you have a key. Because how the hell did you get there? Like when it's like stuff like those kind of resorts. There's some type just, of band... That right, it's, it's some kind of insignia got there. Like this ain't no damn Ramada. Like, bitch, give me my fucking towel. Right. Fuck, towel should be free. It's a towel. How, yeah. So why she are you tra- a hard time. So she's hard. like, you didn't ask them. You didn't ask the white people in front of me to give me the show a key. Like, what's what's up? Like, she's like, oh, it's my job. Like, so she's not even getting crunk crunk, but she's obviously like annoyed because she's like, bitch, give me a towel. So she's like, I don't have to call my manager. If it's like, if you can, like, make it like, basically angry black woman thing. Like, because when Karen does this, she's Karen. But when I do it, now we got to call security. Cool, yeah. great. And Victor's walking by and he's like, and he shows his key card. And she's like, okay, thank you, sir. Of course, completely changed her attitude and start handing it to him. And then Molly snatches it very Taraji style and walks by. And then Wait. Andrew's, what? Do you think the girl was truly being racist? Yes. Why? I'm always gonna go with that. That's always my answer. And I guess the only thing that make, gives me pause is that I, in, in my second time watching it, I'm looking at the timing of everything, and Molly is kind of walking, like Molly walks into frame when they are getting their towels. So I don't, mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, I don't know if Molly actually saw that she didn't ask them for the key card. Mm-hmm. So that was my only like to play devil's advocate <laughs> you know I'm cu- I don't know if it was and truly racism you, you a fucking victor ass nigga well one I <laughs> no but race but, is always a factor even when you try to act like it's not it's subconsciously well, like, even if it's subconscious always a factor so but I think what we're seeing throughout this episode is Molly and her fight with Issa is triggering her with all these other people. She's giving the, you know, she's giving now, them the business. True. That is true. She's being rude to people for no reason who ain't Issa because she's mad at Issa. Right. Karen and so, and um, Marty no. and Stella, you know, caught that stray too. Um, so that, I that's Karen. What, Karen is the name of her actual assistant, not like white lady Karen. Yeah. Just, like her name is really Karen. Yeah. But, so that's, yeah, that's the only reason. She may have also caught a stray, but solidarity okay i'm holding up my black power fist right now y'all, y'all can't see me so yeah Wakanda. um forever so yeah that was um a thing is like no so she gets to the pool and andrew notices that something's wrong with her and you know they bring it up and then victor they, they're talking about him victor of course brings that devil's advocate shit like do you, are you sure it's race related like rodney just said because I can't trust this Dolce Cat nigga over here because he just acted like it wasn't race related. No, I'm playing. That was. Um, <laughs> Dolce is a. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then he's like, yeah, just don't give racism so much power and blah, blah, blah. And then they're talking about it, and then Andrew checks Victor in 
what my HBO said Chinese. Do not cancel me if that was not Chinese. She's problematic, y'all. There's no my Chinese shit language. Said Chinese, so that's what I'm saying. So he checked her in Chinese, and then Molly was like, "Hold on, we can speak English over here." Period. Um, and that sounded really, you know, you know, like on some white people shit of Molly. It is, but at the same time, if we're talking, you know what I'm saying? That is like, I would be annoyed too. Like, if we having a conversation and you just start talking a whole nother language that you know I don't understand, you're speaking it because you know I don't understand it, that's when I'm going to have a problem. Yeah, no, and I, I wasn't saying, like, she was me and white people. I know they kind of framed it that way. To me, I was like, but Molly speaks Spanish, you know, and, like, she's multilingual herself. She doesn't, you know, like, she, like you said, it's more of a thing of being rude. Like, you clearly understand that I am not aware of that language, and y'all about, we were, we were in an English discussion right here. How did y'all take mm-hmm. this private? <laughs> like, don't speak something purposely, because, you know, I don't understand it. Fuck y'all. So, that was, um, a thing, and then, um, then Molly brings up a point, like, y'all only want to be considered people of color when it's convenient to y'all. Right, Victor was like, and, I know racism. Like... Super big, and then that's when Lydia was like, "Hold on now." <laughs> Lydia was trying to be like, "Call, call down you guys." And she was like, "Wait, whoa, <laughs> that was funny to your girl." But um, it's true. And then it, I, I definitely agree. I do think Asians mostly are the ones who try to like have their proximity to whiteness, like, and they not that they pass or anything, but they get that you know they slide through the cracks more because they aren't like brown and then like like even with I feel like they don't even have to like cold switch very much like their white accents are like like even with Victor like he don't even have to have a phone voice that's his voice and they be racist as hell to black people they be racist as fuck to black people I mean so does everybody like everyone just yeah. shit on us so <laughs> there's just not you know they get our money the most though and they're still racist and that's crazy and they, they I feel like they had a meeting like 56 years ago like okay what we finna do y'all Okay, Koreans, y'all get hair stores. Vietnamese, boom, nails. Chinese, food. Divide and conquer, take their fucking money. But, um, yeah, and I feel like they, they definitely do, like, oh, I'm a person of color. and blah. Like, nah, you weren't saying that. You weren't saying that earlier. Right. And we not people of colors over here. We black people. I'm black. I'm, I am African. I am not a man of color. I am a black man. And and I then she negress. and she also does another white line and, and Andrew's like, Whoa, I don't think like that and she's like, Well, you're different. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then I forget what happens. I forget what was said next, and then Molly tells Victor, you know, like, fuck you. And fuck. she's like, Andrew, check your brother. And she storms off. Mad as hell. And I was like She was big <laughs> like, mad. Yikes! I would have, I would have probably aired that pool out as well. But I also, and that was, and that conversation there, I was like, you know what? Issa's pushing this Asian nigga agenda on me. I'm starting to see it. These Asian niggas starting to look good on TikTok. What's up, Asian niggas? And then when I had this moment, I was like, you know what? I can do it. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be able to like deal with a conversation like that because I'm gonna be like, fuck you, fuck you, nigga. I ain't fucking you no more. Take me the fuck home. Take me home now. That's I'm why not you doing ate this. this black ass. <laughs> <laughs> you want to stand out when you had this this deep fried southern booty crack in your mouth, nigga? Fuck you! And you had my my negress coochie lips on your tongue. Fuck you! No, but it just would have been a lot, and I have to deal with like that's a, it's like when I think of dating outside my race. Like, okay, he might be cool, but he got um, 
brothers and cousins and all of this foolishness I got to sit through on Thanksgiving. And that's if you allowed in the house <laughs> to eat. Yeah. Cause now I'm playing only black men do that. Um, so period, I prefer that's where the stories come from. And that man couldn't eat at the table for Thanksgiving. And she, he had to eat outside. <laughs> Did you read that story on Twitter? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't fathom. I I prefer <laughs> if when I'm called a nigga, my girl is also called a nigga. You know, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. We are both being discriminated against. We together are both in solidarity. Hard, we are being called hard R niggers. You know, one slur per couple. We ain't got to split up. Right. You are a nigga. And you are a redacted. Like no, we are together. Right. We are we one. Only you. But, only um, <laughs> that's the same rationale with like sigmas. Like if I'm a date of sigma, like. What if I meet the Sigma King in my dreams? Like, what if I meet he's everything? He's basically Keith Powers. And it's just like, oh, wow, I love this man. Then I find out later he's a Sigma. I can deal with the Sigma. But when you think about it, if you marry a Sigma, he probably legacy. So that means his daddy is Sigma. And you know his mama going to be his Zeta, too. And then you got to think, is this all just, it's just like the Smurf it's just, egg, like Just smurf, legs flapping just, at Thanksgiving. Everything's just blue. Then he got Lime Brothers. And then y'all got to get married. And then the wedding, they're going to have, they're they going to sing to you. They're going to sing a Sigma song to you at the wedding. You got to deal with that. Then you got to think of. They're going to, they're going to stroll to back that ass up at your wedding. They, no. Disgusting. They're going to stroll to everything at your wedding. That's the real <laughs> Then your your children's godparents are gonna be sigmas. They're gonna grow up looking up to sigmas. I cannot do that. I cannot sleep well at night knowing I'm doing that to my child. That's gonna be their heroes. No. So that's why I don't date sigmas, you guys. Because it's just a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. You go on the cookout, everybody's gonna be a sigma. They're gonna be everywhere. <laughs> Blue juice. Can we have some different colored juice? Damn. Everything's gonna be blue. Oh, the chicken's gonna be blue. The boots blue. The deck blue. The grill blue. The charcoal blue. <laughs> oh god, that's funny as hell. Oh god. I need to write that down like say on stage. They're gonna jump me after whatever show. Okay. <laughs> They're gonna be but yeah. sitting there with their legs flapping. Hey, we wanna talk to you. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> blue bitch. Your eyes gonna be black and blue. Fuck it with us. They gonna send their Zetas. There she go. Get her. <laughs> they like, enjoy that shit. But um, so I'm sorry. We got on a whole tangent. That had shit to do with shit. <laughs> Cause ain't nobody Greek he, on the. Well, Molly is Molly technically AK. Molly's an AK. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she is. She is an AK in it. Yeah. But oh god, I'm pickled. So, yeah, so she storms off. And I was like, dang, are they going to break up now? Like, you can't, like, no matter what my sister did, even though, like, even my sister wrong, like, you ain't going to just say fuck you to my sister and just well, Fuck off. you, but, like, Melanie, get your sister. Whoa, excuse me? Like, hold on, the bitch wrong. Only I can call, tell my sister fuck you. Hold on now, goddammit. Um, yeah, whoo, Jesus. That's, and that's why, that, like, she was really on 10, like, you just met Buddy. And he was like, you know, fuck you. I mean, the severity of the situation, I get. And because honestly, think about down the line. They have their little um, blindies babies, and you over here microaggressing my fucking toddler. Fuck you. Period. Don't even, don't even try it. But like, I, I just, you know, like this is their, you know, their first time meeting. You know. Yeah. And bad so, first impression. He's gonna tell their parents in their native language, like, <laughs> oh yeah, Molly's a real bitch, <laughs> like. <laughs> Now, you know, I can't even come over for some fucking act fool young because she's going to be looking at me crazy. 
I don't like that. So next scene, we see them in bed. They're all like mad. They're not even cuddling or aggressively, awkwardly getting butt ate or whatever. Um, yeah. Well, thank God. You honestly. thought they were both but mad at each other? I thought it was. It was just awkward. Yeah, I guess that was a post. That's how you sleep post fight. The mood has been. Yeah, the mood has been killed. She's not even mad at him. It's just like the situation is like now nah, yeah. I'm stuck in. I'm stuck in Mexico. I can't just go home. So now it's just like it's just weird. Weird energy. So the next morning he gone. Like she rose up. He gone like God. This nigga done left her. He left her in Mexico. I <laughs> I, I had so much faith in you, Andrew. Turns out he was getting like smoothies and shit. I'm like, this nigga's just way too good to be true. This nigga got smoothies? And then he like mixed them. I was like, oh, I got the one with the banana. I'm like, this nigga know how to order by heart? King shit! You try to kill me. King shit! It was beautiful. So then, um, what did they talk about? Well, she's, she was like, oh, like, are we meeting up? Meeting up with Victor and Lydia? Like, no, they're going to go shopping in the city. We're going to relax. You want to hit the spa today? Um, she's like, did I ruin it? And he and he was like, no, Victor and I talked. We squashed it. You know, he can be an asshole. Um, he was like, you, we're not gonna let shit fester. We're gonna figure it out. It's all good. And and to me, you know, like he he lit, you know, like the way he, at least he told her that he handled it with Victor is the way you know she wished her and Issa would have handled. It. Like that's to me, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. That's what they were directly saying. Um. And at some point, Molly takes a walk on the beach, and she ske- and she calls her old therapist, and she's like, "I need to see you as soon as possible." She's having a hard time. Maybe you should have been call- like the same way you should have been went to her mama's house. She should have been called her motherfucking therapist. Ben. Yeah, so that was that was good to see. You know that she's she's realizing that she is the issue in her relationship. You know mm-hmm. that she she was it so. Been you. And so uh, Molly and Andrew arrive back at LAX after vacation. Uh, you know, Andrew, I, I got they they do an impeccable job dressing really everybody. But Andrew, he looked he looked really fly in his little pink outfit. Um, Points are made with Andrew as a whole, and if there's an Asian king out there listening who looks like that with unproblematic family members, holla at your girl, preferably one that's not Greek. And really, I would think you would want a Greek. <laughs> I, you know, either you're going to be Greek or you're going to not be black. You cannot be both. You cannot bring your white wife. You <laughs> cannot bring your white wife. This is an African-American only live. <laughs> this is an African only live stream. Um, But yeah. So yeah, they get back to the LAX. I just want to say this has nothing to do with um, insecure, but I hate LAX. Like for LAX to be the fucking airport of LA, their airport is fucking it's trash. booty cheeks. Yeah. Like, I mean, Atlanta I be, is hands down to me, like, if not the best, like, definitely top three airports in the, the nation. Best, period. The best. So I'm spoiled. So every time I fly out, I'm obviously flying out of, out of um, Atlanta. So it's like, I'm used to the organization, the the options. The food, you know, the boom, food boom, boom, in boom, Atlanta boom. is number one. Period. Period. Like, that's just, it depends on the game. Well, I'm in C, cool. I'm in C, I'm going to get some Five Guys or some Charlies. Oh, I'm gonna be bet. I'm gonna go sit down in the little food court shit. Oh, I'm here. I'm gonna go to Pascal's. Like you just have options. Yeah. They building a fucking movie theater in there too. <laughs> Excited about that because I will go to. Well, damn, we're living in the COVID kind of world. But Who like, if fuck? I have a nice enough like layover, layover. Think about it. If you got a layover, why well, not catch a movie? That's fucking turn. 
That's that's interesting. And when we went to Miami, we had um like a was it like a six hour layover? It was a super long. So we went to yeah. we went to Paris. We flew into Miami and then we flew out of Miami to Paris because that's what the glitch was. Yeah. And if you would have had it, they actually have a hotel and the um no they had a hotel okay. in the in the airport which was so helpful. I was like, y'all, we should just go to the hotel. So we got there. We were able to shower, get our lives together before our six-hour flight. Yeah. And it was a great idea for us. So I'm, I'm all for the amenities in these um, Airport. airports because you spend a lot of fucking time there. Don't let you be on standby. It's a lot. So, yeah, they get back to the airport, baggage claim, whatever, whatever. And we of see, course, who, we who see Mabel see? making out with a random black man. Oh, did we? I was yeah. been texting on that part. I missed that. Yeah, and then That's funny um, still. then like you. All right, Stella, she got a groove back. And <laughs> it could have been Henry. It could have been. We don't know. It could have been Henry, rekindling yeah. twenty five years. So then, um, yeah, and then we see Lawrence, and he says he's coming back from San Francisco. For yeah, and um, he said Frisco, and I never hurt we can call it that maybe that's a california thing yeah and they always have this like weird interactions like you never know it's like how really do you interact with your friends man if it's not like your friend previously because like well i th- and that's what i thought was a little awkward about the situation that i that molly called you know yelled to get his attention you know because they're not that tight like they re- strictly sometimes like you get adrenaline from the surprise of seeing somebody that you accidentally speak. You know what I'm saying? This like, was happy. Lawrence. She was happy. But honestly, she also may have been trying to flex like, I got a man now. Come meet him. <laughs> He's a human man. Remember when come, I was single all Come on years? over here. Do you want to see my... You want to see my nigga? Come, come here. Come see... And that may have been also it because, you know, bitches love introducing their nigga to somebody. Especially she's not like a bitch who will steal him. Hey, you want to come meet my man? But she didn't... I don't know, like the because the, the the introduction was uh oh and you know like the the oh and this is my boyfriend Andrew. It wasn't a I I don't know. I guess I was expecting you know Molly be lying. <laughs> so, but I, I thought it was weird that she yelled to get his attention. You know, especially given everything with Issa and yeah, and the condola thing. She really don't even like Lawrence like that. That's what I'm feeling like. Right. I think it's either that awkward adrenaline of being surprised you're seeing someone and kind of thinking out loud like, oh, Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? It was that in addition to, come meet this nigga that we just <laughs> came off a, a vacation together. So, yeah. So, he came. So, he was coming from San Francisco, which is um, people. So, people are, have been hypothesizing on Twitter that this nigga has a job in Silicon Valley. That's what in I. In the Bay. That's what I think. And he was he was there for an interview. Yeah, so I think that may be a thing for mm-hmm. sure. New job. Now he's like, oh, should I move? What my heart telling me? Should I get back with Issa? Mara? And then maybe that's why he broke up with what's the name? Lawrence didn't tell he you? Looked, he, he looked decent. Right, Lawrence didn't tell He looked decent. Or whatever. I noticed a nod to his newborn um, daughter. I'm not going to say anything about the daughter because she's a baby. And she didn't have to be here. I will save my pet and it's just for Jay. What's his real But name? I think, so one of the signs, like, you know, the, the little people have signs. The the baby's name was one of them signs. I, I'm pretty sure that was the baby's name. So I thought that was very cute. Yeah, that's dope. That's that's and a nice little. Directed, so I'm sure he put that little. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he saw her. And of course, that was like, Molly, 
Issa. He's thinking about Issa on his way out. He's texting. He's calling Issa like, hey, you want to go get drinks? I'm just like, oh. My agenda has been a couple episodes too late, but my here agenda. Go, here go messy agenda. ass Issa hanging with all her ex niggas. <laughs> like, ma'am, you was hunching this lady's husband, open relationship or not, in the restaurant she was in. Like nah. some whore on the sink. I wasn't call, coming from a Molly perspective. I'm just saying Issa being messy in general, she gonna kick it with this ex nigga. And, and I know her, and we know the sex with her ain't even that good for these niggas to be ain't like. Ain't no nigga like an old nigga. <laughs> old staple. <laughs> Y'all niggas talk about like a new pussy. Ain't no dick like old dick. You already know where it goes. <laughs> Period. That's a clip. So I'm just, huh? Um, that's gonna be a clip this week. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, like, fuck all that new shit. <laughs> what kind of roster with some good old faithfuls on there? Call Daniel up, too. Fuck it. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I'm on one tonight. I don't know. I had some tequila earlier. Maybe you had some uh, but Azul? Is it? What's, is, that's the... Not the... Cla- no, not the class Azul. This is the closest Azul I got. Is this like some. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... It's not even just like okay, well Lawrence is kind of messy, but it's like y'all have it like y'all not even the same people y'all were when y'all were together. So it's like it's a whole new relationship. That it's a whole new like you know how the timeline on like Endgame when like they move the little factors and shit and they move the little shit. That's they are up up here the other timeline. Yeah, they're not even the same. Because because here's employed, um, you know, accountable Lawrence, and here is. Um, What's better about Issa? Don't do that. She's grown. She knows what she wants to do. Like she's done things that she's actually sought out to do. Okay. She's less miserable. You know what I'm saying? Like she has a career path. She likes what she's doing. Like her career isn't like a sit down job. It's more like an entrepreneurial type shit. Yeah. yeah you know definitely. what I'm saying? Her being a cultural curator. Like she got a name for the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she ain't got to deal with them stink ass kids no more. So don't do her. She has definitely grown. Like listen. And you know she should have been at Nathan House last episode, but she made up for it this episode. And I hope she got them cheeks clap. Um. So yeah. So the preview of next episode is um Issa and Lawrence at their little, you know, gathering. They looked very nice at the bar. Damn, I miss meeting niggas for drinks. This, I mean, yeah, insecure has been, you know, just triggering this whole time. Like, damn, I do, I would like a vacation. Right, I want to go to civilization. I want right. to go places. Well, shit, in Atlanta they are. You just not in Atlanta they no, are. Yeah, I'm, I'm loudly judging. You know, it's, you know, my friends having some doodads, and I, I doodad is my new word because it's fucking funny. His family got a doodad to wear in my hat, but um, having a little get together is fine. But niggas are at the club. Niggas is like hookahing. Like hookah yeah. is the most irresponsible thing. Y'all just sitting and just fermenting germs and inhaling the germs. Like you're blowing the germs into the atmosphere. That is the most germiest shit. But you know what? Let me go ahead. You know, because I know it's real. Um. So well, let's let's take it back to insecure real quick. Last, okay, last three episodes of the season coming up. They better bring this shit home. Cause someone made a good point. It's like it's three episodes left, and nothing's happened but the the block party that we've been thinking about for two years. And again, it's season two. Shit was happening every 
episode, like yeah, significant yeah. shit. Like I really can't even, even with this new season, I can't really tell y'all what happened every episode. Cause it's like, oh, then that thing happened, then it connected to this thing that happened, then it connected. Like season two, boom, wind down. Two, boom, she found, she went down to her job. See episode three, boom, you fuck nigga think you good. Episode four, boom, nothing to eye. Boom, boom, uh, fucking day party. Boom, like it's just everything. Argument. Pop, pop, pop. Boom, argument, boom, the, oh, no. boom, boom, boom. The dinner, the, I mean, my favorite episode of all time is, I think it's seven, when they, at Derek's birthday dinner. Yeah, I like Derek's birthday dinner. Like, it's, every episode was like, you fucking hoe. <laughs> like, and this episode's like, boop, boop. Oh, deep, deep character development. <laughs> oh, like, ooh, gross. <laughs> Ooh, charity, and it's just like the, I guess the show is like, cause like even me, 2018, boom, this nigga, <laughs> boom, new nigga, <laughs> boom, went to the club, boom, met this nigga, that one club, boom, he ghosted me, boom, he back with his ex, boom, and then now like 2020 is like, boom, <laughs> in the house, boom. So I guess we're growing with the show, cause like shit was way messier back in the day with us, and now it's like nothing's really happening. So I guess that's the point. I don't. Well, I don't you know. know the so okay so for the end of the season we we're still you're predicting that her and Lawrence get back together yeah uh, yeah and and then even in the, just the course of the show how many seasons realistically do you think this show has left just one, one or two. two yeah yeah so it's like what where do we go from here because it's not like this this ain't lost you know what I'm saying yeah we ain't trying to get these niggas up island she's a regular bitch in her regular ass life and her regular ex and regular best friend so it's not really either bitch you gonna marry this nigga or not <laughs> like and, so. and then and then just from like old interviews i've listened to in the past i used to describe the show as kind of like following these two the characters before black girl magic all the you know like we often promote this black girl magic idea of these women that are you know on point they got it together and insecure is is, is in if i remember correctly is the story of all of everything before that Mm-hmm. And so, if with that in mind, looking at the characters, I think they are getting to that point where they're getting that together. You know, Molly is with a man; she's realizing her toxic traits, and you know, going to therapy to get help. Issa yeah, finally, getting that shit together is the point of the fucking show. Yeah, so it's like it's getting boring, but that's the point. That's how life is. Yeah, and that's that's really so. It's like I I can be ungrateful at the same time. It's like these bitches are getting their shit together. Maybe I should too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm grateful. I'm, I'm. Look, Issa can give me fucking anything. She can give me a fucking half chewed on fucking hall cough drop, and I'm be like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I just said funny shit I've ever seen. Right. Have you watched? I also watched. Um, I have. I enjoyed it because it's like I don't know. People go into things and make it seem like I didn't like it. it was just, bitch, it's a comedy. It's supposed to be stupid. I'm about to. I, don't don't tell me. I haven't watched it yet. I want to watch it. I think it's gonna be funny. It's definitely funny. I've definitely laughed out loud more than once. It's, it's exactly what it was supposed to be. Like even with the photograph, people were like, oh, I didn't like it. it was it was just what it was supposed to be. It wasn't even about Issa and what you call them and um Lakeith. The shit was about her parents. Yeah. And like I don't know, I what, s- like what I more did y'all want that. from it? I tweeted that. I said they hooked us in with the Issa and Lakeith storyline, but they were secondary. It wasn't even about them. It was about the photograph yeah and it's like what do you want and it's like okay but, y'all tired of black trauma this ain't, they, they think it's gonna get sprayed by bullets at the end like Queen and Slim so what do y'all want from a movie but at I the same time just be overly critical at the same time they did not do enough development of their storyline to to give us what they gave us like the you know the whole I moved to London for you 
or like we're going to try to make an international relationship work yeah it's plenty dick in new Orleans. you have to do all this is. but i don't know what city were they in new york queens it was in queens because i actually had been there and i was like oh my god i've been here but it's like but then again for lakeith I will cross the ocean for you. If I could, I'd bring you the moon. I will hunt of something, anything you need. It's Space Jam on Hulu. Uh, it's on. You said the soundtrack or is the show, movie? It was on Hulu at one point. Space I think Jam. it's on Netflix now. Is it? Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. I enjoyed I enjoyed the date what not date night Vacation. it's basically the same kind of premise of of, oh. of date night kinda yeah but love birds yeah um yeah guys so that was that was our um our recap of this episode I think it was good you know I, I'm like we said we're excited to see what unfolds in the next three episodes I am predicting that Lawrence has a job offer I think he came back from an interview uh, mm-hmm. he, I think he has a job offer in San Francisco and. He's going to dinner or drinks with Issa, I guess, to to talk about possibly getting back together and, you know, see see what what that holds Um, Mm -hmm. on just, you know, just kind of on on another note, you know, guys, I, I, you know, I know everybody hates being cooped up in the house and everybody has different situations and mental, you know, you know setups and and illinois i'm in illinois so like we're still on a very you know much shelter in place you know thing and we're about to open up soon but you know really really reconsider um what you're doing um if you're out in the club or you know just out and about just just be careful i'm not even gonna say just be careful i don't think there's a way to be careful you know like it's out there it's real um but maybe you thought you already had it like i i genuinely think i already had it but i'm still you know just gonna be careful so i hope y'all do the same i suppose i was like nobody black people i think i already had come on <laughs> everybody swear they already had this shit stay home shit but I, I here's why i say that in february i had a cold and it was now i was down for two days so that's a little why maybe i didn't have it but i had chills and they were the most painful chills i had ever had what like i don't think i've ever had chills before let me not jinx it but like what do chills feel like you feel cold and you want more cover and like nothing it's just like never is it for me it was like nothing could make me warm enough i was getting extra blankets but i was hot to the touch i ended up sweating you know in my sleep which you know was uncomfortable um but yeah and and like my bones ached that was you know it was like chills and the chills made me realize how like i my bones were aching so, I think I already had. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're still here with us, brother. Um, well, yeah. So next week we are gonna holler at y'all. Yeah. Oh, this is actually a pretty long episode for us. Yikes. I don't know. It's like an hour and twenty ish. Whatever. Um, thanks, niggas. Y'all been real. Um, make sure y'all live tweeting all that bullshit. And yeah. Yep. See you until next time. All right.